window. I go, if you don't move this fucking car, I'm going to knock you out. Hey guys, welcome back to another edition of AFK Discussion. It's your boy Jason, and with me is Phil. What up, dude? What's going on, man? How are you? Uh, it's going good. It's going. It's going pretty good. Um, my family's in the other room watching the Super Bowl, and you know, I really don't care much about the Super Bowl. I like the commercials, but that's that's about it. So, <laughs> yeah, um, I'm I'm right in the same boat with you, dude. Like, honestly, I used to watch sports and like the Super Bowl every single year and all that. And nowadays, I honestly forgot it was on until. Like I saw some sports betting things on online or on TV and I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. It's this weekend. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. It's funny. My daughter's never had any interest, but now like Taylor Swift's boyfriend's playing. So they're watching oh. it. <laughs> that's probably crazy. the saddest thing I've ever heard. It is. It is. <laughs> <laughs> um, guys, uh, I always want to say, go check us out wherever you do social media, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Twitch. We have a Twitch. I don't know if you did. You know that film? We had a Twitch. Like a I did not know uh, you guys. We had a Twitch. Uh, yeah. When's the last time you, you guys you guys play video games with people? Or yeah, yeah, we tried that and no one really joined. Occasionally, I'll jump on there and play some video games, see if anybody might join. But that is very rare. But we do have one, um, and also X. So you can find us pretty much anywhere. Also, if you're listening to this, make sure you give us a like, give us a subscribe, give us a five star review. That really helps us out. And guys, I want to tell you about our new sponsor. Their website launches February 16th. It is factac.com. They make tactical gear for big dudes, but also it's not limited to big dudes. Big, small, they got you covered. So just real quick, I'm going to go over a few things that they, they um, have. They have prime armor plate carriers. They have plates. um, they have blue alpha belts, Gideon optics. They have some really, really cool t-shirts. And they also have the fat tack holster, which is made for big dudes. If you want an appendix carry, which that means you carry your gun in front, like um, underneath your belly sort of area. Well, usually big dudes can't carry their gun there because their belly gets in the way. But this sits low in your pants, so there's no issue. But guys, if you want to, go check out fattack.com because they got you covered for Anything tactical you you need, big, small. And, you know, the world's going crazy, so who knows? Maybe you need a, a plate carrier. If you don't want know what a plate carrier, blah, 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 blah. I can't talk. If you don't know what a plate carrier is, just go to fattack.com. I think they they have something on there that explains it. It's pretty much a vest, and it's got a, a metal plate. It's sort of – it's like a bulletproof vest, but not really a vest. It's plates. You can interchange them. You can put two in there, and then if they get damaged, you can take them out and replace them. So, um, yeah, check them out. It's really cool. Um, but, yeah, let's uh, get right down to it. So I'm going to start off first with some housekeeping. Um, so Ty has been having some uh, family issues, scheduling issues, so he is taking a hiatus from the show. Um, I don't know when he'll return, but just uh, you know, keep him in your prayers and um, you know, hope the dude uh, – you know, gets gets everything under control and uh, can come join us again. But um, yeah, but uh, that's where we're at right now. Let's jump right into it because the first thing I want to do 
is I want to talk about the EVP that happened on last episode because that that was really crazy to me. So I, I talked to Phil about it. He actually um, went on and kind of broke it down, did did a little of his uh, Phil Philness to it because he he's a he is probably the best person ever at finding EVPs and stuff. And dude, I said, dude, take a look, listen to this. What do you hear? So what did you hear? So I think it's super interesting. So I listened to the clips, the whole clip that you sent me, and you can definitely hear the breathing while your mouth is shut. And so during the breathing, I also heard like a, a slight other noise. And so I'm like, Oh, that's kind of weird. So then I, uh, I took that clip and I slowed it down like fourth, four fifth speed, I believe. Mm-hmm. And then maybe even two third speed as well. And you can definitely hear some sort of a voice. <clears throat> now we're listening to them and you, you can maybe get your thoughts on what the voice might say, but you can definitely hear some sort of a voice um, in the first breath as well as the breath and then like a voice within the breath basically, but it's really, really short, super, super short. And then the, uh, the second part where you think you definitely hear a voice and you're like, I just, I heard a voice in my headphones. Mm -hmm. So I listened to that part too. And so you can definitely hear some sort of voice or or some sort of a noise come through for sure. Um, so I slowed that one down as well. That one, you really can't make out like as far as a word or something, but you can definitely hear that there's something there that's not supposed to be there because mm-hmm. I just want to make sure we have this correct. Uh, the recording we'll listen to is just from your feed only. You're not yeah. going to, there's no Brooks at all. So all yeah. the vocals should just be coming from you and you alone. So if there's anything yeah. else in there, that's, you know, it is kind of weird. You know, there is like one moment where there's a little bit of headphone bleed over when Brooks talks at one moment, mm-hmm. but that's the only moment where that happens. Other than that, you can't even hear Brooks at all. So I don't mm-hmm. think this is uh, Brooks talking or something or, or like his audio coming through or anything like that. I don't yeah, know what these are, um, but yeah, it's just definitely, voice definitely but I, I got the clip. I'm sorry <clears> to make <throat> talk to you, but the voice no, is different, different than my voice or Brooks voice. Mm-hmm. Um, oh it, yeah, it definitely sounds, different. Yeah. For sure. Um, yeah, it's definitely strange. I, I sent you, I sent Jason the clip. Um, it's just about a minute clip. It goes through all of the clips um, in a couple different speeds. So I cannot pull that up because it's on my phone. Can you send it in the chat right here? And I, yeah. I can pull it up. Okay. Oh, uh, the chat on here on the what's chat on here. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, guys, yeah, yeah. New, uh, we, we, we're using Riverside. Just um, They're not sponsoring us or anything, but, dude, I'm loving it. Riverside is awesome. I recommend checking it out. And um, also we can pull up and share our screens and stuff. So that that's pretty cool, which um, we're going to be doing momentarily. So we'll see how that works. Yeah, right. Exactly. As I, I just scrambled to get this all sent. Yeah. Because <laughs> I have it, I posted it on YouTube. So I, uh, so all I did was, um, there we go. All right. Let me send it. I sent it to myself the link. So I have it yeah. here. All right. There we go. Do you want me to send you the link? Um, can you share your screen? Can you just do that way or do you want me yeah, to- yeah, I think okay. so. Let me just, um, pause this real quick. Go to this, uh, share screen learning experience guys. So <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Here we go. Uh, entire screen. Sure. Uh, yes. Cause we need the audio, right? Yep. Okay. Let's do this. 
All right. Whoa. Uh, here we go. Is that better? Yeah, that's good. Okay. All right, here we go. So uh, there's uh, I got three clips here. This is the first breath really, really quick. And then comes the second and then the voice. The second and the third have the voice. And right there, pause it for a second. I, I, I'm inhaling when that's exhaling. When the yeah, breath, absolutely. I, I just know it's my body. You can see myself physically. And exhaling. Not, yeah, like I was inhaling, not, you know. All right, here's fourth, fifth speed. Same, uh, same clip. See what I mean where there's like kind of a voice there now? Yeah, yeah. Two-thirds. Okay, so this that was the first uh, like breath part. Like I said, I can't quite make out. There's definitely a voice there. You want to listen to it again? I can go yeah, back again. All right, let me just go back to the fourth fist. The fourth fist is, I think, is when you can really start to hear it. So it's like it's like Michael, Michael, or it's it's weird. I don't know what it's trying to say. Yeah, I can't make it out, but it's something there. There's can, definitely something there. That's yeah. There's not. It's definitely not you. Um. And okay. So here's the second one, the one where you actually think there's a voice. Um. So this is regular speed first, and then I slow it down. One half. I just heard a voice. Yeah. So, um, there we go. Let me stop sharing like, here. Okay. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. A, yeah that yeah. Like that. Right. That's exactly what it sounds. Yeah, so it's it's definitely deeper than mine. Brian Brooks' voice it does not sound like that at all. You know, mm-hmm. definitely a deep mm-hmm. voice. Yeah. Oh, super deep. And um, and like I said, it's really hard to make out what the, what the voice is trying to say or what, what mm-hmm. it's saying at all. But it's definitely some sort of a voice there, and it's definitely not um, just a breath. Where in the moment, even in the first one, when I first listened to it in regular speed, I'm like, oh, okay, yep, that's a breath. It wasn't until I slowed it down where I was like, you know what? There's actually like a like some sort of a voice or something in there. But um, yeah, kind of weird. Very very weird. And um, yeah, I don't know if it's because of the subject matter or you know, the, I don't know what it was, but, um, what do you make of it? I, I really don't know. Um, I'm puzzled by it. Um, I mean, we were talking Elkmont <laughs> and, uh, you know, um, we, we weren't to Elkmont yet, but we had mentioned it, I think. Um, but right. I mean, some weird things happened in my house, so I, I'm not sure exactly what to make of it. Right. Yeah, I mean, like I said, you have the you have the history at the house, so that's like definitely something you have to um, take account for, especially if you're having stuff like repeatedly happen like that. Um, but yeah, it'd be interesting to see if like if things happen in the future, or if we do another episode with Brooks and something happens again, um, then it's like, oh, that's kind of interesting, you know. 
Um, cause that would be the two occasions where it was like with Brooks again. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it makes you wonder, um, you know, what's going on there or like what's going on with any of that stuff. I mean, to be yeah. honest with you, like I went, I'm editing a video right now where, um, it's actually kind of a creepy story. So my friend, Christine, she had this like crazy experience when she was a teenager, right. In her backyard. So this is like in her backyard. It's like backyard, like any other person's backyard. Then there's like a little bit of wooded area, like a hill and like just woods or whatever. So long story short, she's up there and she's, you know, drawing in a notebook or writing in a notebook or whatever with her head down. She thinks she hears like something rustling around in the trees or or like moving around or whatever. She doesn't look up. She's like, ah, whatever. And uh, keeps on doing. And all of a sudden she hears um, her her hair goes like straight out like this, like as if someone is like pulling her hair straight out and she hears get out in her ear. Like oh if someone whispered, get out in her ear. And um, she basically like get like throws her notebook down, gets up, runs away and never goes back in that woods and has never been back again. Hmm. Um, so I, I checked out this place. It's a little bit of a spoiler alert because this video doesn't come out till Thursday and this video this comes out on Tuesday. So you get a little bit of preview. So, I've never, you know, obviously, I've never been there, right? I even, I've never even said my name there. I got my name in an EVP within a matter of like two minutes of this being in this woods. And then a couple minutes after that, on the iPad, I get my name again, like Phil. The first time I was Phil, the second time I was Phil. And that's just two of like 10 EVPs mm-hmm. at this location. And, you know, so like, what is that about? <laughs> i have no idea i wish i knew but i mean i don't know i mean it's, it's still now is it close to the same area where you usually investigate i mean is it... um yeah, it's in the bridgewater triangle yeah. i mean i i've never i've been to this house before like not in the woods but like yeah. i've been to this house before christina had a uh, her one of her birthday parties there one time so like i've been to this house before um I just find that that kind of stuff like kind of strange and that makes me feel like there's more like when I get that kind of stuff where it's like my name and I've never been to the place before or I've gotten this a lot where it says uh, it's him, you know, yeah, (laughs) And, and it's a place I've never been before. That makes me more apt to believe that what I'm getting on EVPs is probably more on the darker side than just some random ghost. Because I'm sorry, there's no way that like the like ghosts are just being like, oh, there's this guy Phil uh, that's going around investigating, and they're talking about you know that just seems yeah. very unlikely to me. And so like the only other thing that I could think of that would know my name without me being there ever, and out me without me saying my name, would be some sort of a um, spiritual entity or something that would um, know my name because you know. I'm on a wanted poster somewhere. <laughs> Watch out for me. Yeah, that's the, you know what I'm saying? Because, yeah. uh, because they know I do this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They know what I do, what I do. Um, you know, which is a whole other weird aspect to the whole thing. You know what I mean? Cause if that, if, cause obviously clear, I don't know. At least that's what I've been thinking about recently. Um, when I get my name a lot, you know, it, it reminds me of Elkmont, that kind of stuff. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, it just makes me wonder because like that's kind of been like what I've been wrestling with for the past like few few months because after – I think I've talked about this a little bit. I don't know about on air or not. But after Tony's show, 
Um, I mean, it wasn't a lot of people. We're talking like a hundred out of, you know, 20,000 people that watched it, that enjoyed it. There's about a hundred people or so that were really negative about my appearance on the show. Oh, and it was, oh yeah, absolutely. And it was, it really seemed to to boil down to honestly, just the spirit box more than anything else. Mm -hmm. It seems like some people really have a problem with spirit box or, um, you know, people say things like, uh, oh, um, you know, you're a necromancer or. Um, oh, you're, you're, you're praying for demons or, you know, stuff, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. And so like every single, you know, so I, you know, obviously I read all these comments cause I tried to like respond to everyone's comments or like them or, you know, just to like, even if they didn't like it, I'm like, Hey, you know, thank you for at least watching it and caring enough to like comment on it. I appreciate it. And so, you know, like, that's fine if those people like feel that way, but it was, I was like, you know what, well, like, you know, maybe like I should take, you know, this criticism as like somewhat valid and look in, at least look into it deeper for myself. Mm-hmm. And so like, that's basically what I've been trying to do in the, in as much free time as I have um, and stuff like that. And like, you know, I've done some pretty extensive um, deep diving on some scriptures and kind of like trying to look up some Greek words and Hebrew words for different things. And just trying to get like a idea of what, what is really going on. Like is, is it true what these people are saying? Oh, everything's a demon, which I mean, honestly, I do not believe everything's a demon, but Mm -hmm. that's what these people are claiming. And, and so, you know, like just for example, like they say the, uh, the spirit box is like necromancy or it's like the same as an Ouija board and that kind of thing, which I personally don't see. I mean, like I said, if you're going to do an EVP session, like, you know, it's the same as a a spirit box thing. Um, so I say all that just to kind of say that like, that's kind of been like the things I've been kind of like praying about, um, you know, seeking God's face about. So every year my church, we do like a 21 day fast. Mm-hmm. And so this year, well, we did it last year, me and Nicole, but we did a uh, Daniel fast, which is no meat, no cheese. You know, it's a pretty like strict diet. And so through that whole process, I was really like trying to like decide or like trying to figure out like what God, you know, like if there was like some sort of, you know, goodness that could come out of all this. And during the middle of all that, I got like a, a definitely like a spiritual attack for sure. And it was like, I got this voice and I've, I've gotten this voice, like a negative voice before. And it's always the devil. Cause it's always, the Lord doesn't come to you and say like awful things to you mm-hmm. or, you know what I'm saying? Like he just doesn't do that. You know? So I've, you know, our family and my personal life and we just, it's been a rough, like half a year. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my brother's been, you know, struggling with, uh, uh with, um, addiction and stuff. And so it's been very difficult for not only for him, but for us as a family going through this and trying to help him. And, and, you know, it's obviously like a struggle. So like, you got, I got that going on plus like the, you know, this other stuff that's been kind of, you know, so it's just like a whole bunch of things, um, kind of weighing down. And I try to like, I say all this just cause for me personally, it's good to like be honest as possible. Cause I don't really have outlets where I can be honest. And mm-hmm. podcasting is a place where you can be honest and be like, Hey, this is, you know, what, um, what's been going on. And so during this 21 day fast, I'm, you know, I got all this other stuff going on and, um, a viewer reaches out to me and this is, this is like what makes all of exploring with Phil worth it. Even if I don't make any money off this, even if I don't do anything else, I'm not going to say his name because I didn't ask him to, to say his name, but, mm-hmm. um, he was even reaching out to me for a little while about, um, Jesus and he's had addictions of his own alcohol addictions and, and stuff like that. And I'll leave him be anonymous, but, um, you know, he's reached out and I've like talked to him about God and, you know, like getting help and all that stuff. And, 
and he basically gave his heart to the Lord and is turning his life around. You know what I mean? And like, and he thanked me for like helping him. You know what I mean? Like that meant more to me than a thousand people watching my videos or like a thousand likes or, or all that stuff. And it just like in the midst of all that, like that's, you know, during the 21 day fast is when he like messaged me about, you know, about that. And it was just like, you know, I was like, you know what? Cause I got, I got like a negative thing. And was like, Oh, you know what? You should just quit. Yeah. You know, you should just quit. You know, no one's, no one's liking what you are should doing. You know, the Christian people don't like what, you know, they don't, they're not going to accept you. You know what I mean? These worldly people aren't going to come to Christ because of you, you know, that kind of like negative thinking and stuff when it's like, well, you know, like, uh, you know, I, like one person was affected by my videos enough to reach out to me. And then I talked to him and tried to help him. And it, the Lord helped him by using me to help him. Yeah. You know, because I didn't do that. Like, I'm not like someone special, you know, I just let, you know, someone reach out to me on my DMs and I tried to help him, you know, the best I could, you know, and the Lord did the rest, you know what I'm saying? So I don't know. That's kind of like what I've been struggling with, but I did have like some research as far as like ghost stuff that I thought was interesting or like <laughs> spirit stuff. If you want to talk about that kind yeah, of stuff, that'd be great. But yeah. before we do that, it, do you have any? I don't know if you have any comments or whatever. I just prepare yeah. a mog- monologue and yeah, that's um, fine. Um, yeah, dude. That I mean, if one person gets saved, I mean that is one soul that you know will be transformed forever. You know. Um, and that's, that's incredible. Um, when I used to play music, um, we, we toured and, you know, we would go to these places that were, um, not Christian establishment. We were, so we were a Christian heavy metal band. Right. And, um, so we were playing a show for, this is for, just for instance, of something that happened to me that made, made everything worth it that I did. (laughs) So I was, um, touring and this is also kind of a spiritual attack thing too i had a new car and um i came out and some kids were leaning on my car i got really angry <laughs> really 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 angry um i used to have a really short temper i guess i still do but it's not as bad um and i went over this like what are you doing blah 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 you know just let them have it you know with i i didn't cuss them out or anything that would be really bad. <laughs> but, you know, I, I, you know, I was like, get out of my car, you know, you, you know, this is my car. I don't, I don't want to ever see you sitting on my car again, you know, something like that. And, um, I, uh, turned around, I was walking in back into the club and something just like it, God would just like, you know, grab me by the, the shirt is like, what are you doing? You know, what are you doing? That, you know, that wasn't cool. And I'm putting it in my own words. It's like, go back and talk to them. You know, and I was like, you know, that's the last thing I wanted to do. So I turned around, went back over there and apologized for losing my temper. I said, I'm sorry. Um, You know, I I should be more um, grace, you know, gracious to people, you know, show grace and mercy. Instead of, you know, yelling and reaming somebody out. Um, and the guy looked at me and said, you, you're the first Christian that has ever apologized to me. Because I'm used to getting um, looks and, you know, 
people calling me a devil worshiper and stuff and all this stuff. Um, he just said, I said, I want to say thank you for, you know, coming over and apologizing that, that was the most, uh, I guess, I don't know exact words, what he said. It was, I mean, some of the effect of, you know, that's awesome. <laughs> that yeah, you, yeah. Apologize, you know, um, and then, uh, you know, I went back into the show. I was talking to some, some people and they, <laughs> this is where it gets crazy. They were like, see those kids over there? And I was like, yeah, this is the same, same ones that were sitting in my car. Um, and this was after we had played, right? Whenever that whole thing went down. Um, they were like, see, those kids, they, um, when you guys were playing, they were sitting in the back of the room and they were ripping up, ripping up a Bible and like ripping the pages up and throwing it in the trash when you guys were playing. Um, and I was like, huh. And, you know, I, I, I showed, you know, I wasn't the hateful Christian that always like, Oh, you guys are, you know, you're devil worshipers or whatever, you know, I actually went and apologized and showed them that, you know, it's, it's, you know, we're not hate, you know, we're Jesus is love. And, you know, we, so, you know, we're just like everyone else. Sometimes we'll lose our temper, but I wish I could remember the exact conversation. I mean, it was, it was much better, much more, um, a deep conversation than sorry. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> it, was, yeah. it was much better than that, you know, but yeah. yeah, but that that's, I don't know where the guy is. I mean, who knows? Maybe he's listening to this right now. That'd be awesome if he did. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, just that little interaction, little interaction could have, you know, changed his life for the best. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but just, I mean, little things like that. Just, I mean, if you can impact one person, um, it, it's, it's awesome. You know? Yeah. Oh no, that yeah. just went off on a tangent, tangent, but no, you know. no, that's it. No, that's exactly what I was saying. Like, that's exactly what I was saying, you know, with like, by doing all this, you know what I mean? So, um, you know, that I looked at that as like a really like positive thing. You know what I mean? Like as, you know, at least something that I'm doing is, you know, the right direction. And another thing um, I'd always thought about, like, cause I did, you know, I'm probably the only person that's probably uh, did like prayers in like a paranormal investigation before. And so I've heard Catholic people say um, you should like pray for the dead and stuff like that. And like Protestants, like don't really talk about that. So I never really, um, like thought much of it. And so I, while I was doing like research for other things, some something came up. So first Peter four, six, I'm going to read it for you. Okay. Just because I think it's super interesting. And I'm like, how to, how have I not like seen this before? Um, so maybe I should back up a little bit. It's a first Peter four. Uh, yeah. Four, six. So I'm going to, I'll start in four, I guess. Uh, let's see. Dun, 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 maybe five. Who shall give an account to him that, is ready to judge the quick and the dead for this cause was the gospel preached also to them that are dead, that they might be judged according to the men in the flesh, but live according to God in the spirit. Hmm. So like, so I read that I'm like, I had to read it like a bunch of times. Like, wait a minute for the cause was the gospel preached also to them that are dead gospel preached to those that are dead. And Hmm. I was like, and so then I was like, I was like, wait, does that mean like, at first, I thought I was like, okay, maybe they mean like spiritually dead, like spiritually dead people that you preach. No, they mean like dead, like actual dead. And so I'm like, that's kind of weird. I never, uh, I don't remember that Bible verse at all. And this is the King yeah. James version, by the way. Okay, okay. Um, I just thought it was interesting. 
That's variance. Um, I don't remember. Yeah, that me neither. And huh. it's um, it's like pretty much in the beginning here, and it's just um, like before this, it's talking about uh, Jesus Christ has suffered us for us in the flesh. Arm yourselves likewise with the same mind, for he has suffered uh, suffered in the flesh, and see sin that he no longer lives the rest of his time in the flesh uh, to the lust of men, but the will of God. Um, do, 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 do. And then, yeah, it's just talking about, um, like the, not walking in lavishness, lust, excesses of wine, banquetness, uh, idolatry, that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And then it goes into for this cause, then it goes right into that who, and then the verse before verse five, who shall give an account to him that is ready to judge the quick and the dead for this cause was the gospel preached also to them that are dead that they may be judged according to the men in the flesh. They're going to live according to God's spirit. So it's like, I was like, huh. I was like, what does Peter mean by that? You know, does Peter yeah. actually mean what he's actually saying there is like, a, like what the gospel is also for the dead as well. Did you look that up? Did you look up the, uh, like the, the original words? Yeah. Yeah. The original word for death there is just the regular one for death, meaning death, permanent death. Like there's no, it's not like one of those ones that has like a multiple meaning. Yeah. I did look it up specifically because I was like, well, maybe they mean spiritual dead or something like that, but no, yeah. it's just the regular dead, hmm. like dead, meaning like people death. Um, so I thought that was interesting. Yeah. Um, another thing I thought was interesting while looking up like spirits and ghosts, I found another verse that I thought was interesting given. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. I was just yeah. thinking, so whenever Peter was writing that, it was that, was that pre-crucifixion um, or was it? That should be post, post-crucifixion. Okay. Yeah, post-crucifixion. If, it, if it was pre, you know, there is that where, you know, the saints were in Abraham's bosom before Jesus yep. died, went to, went right. and got the keys to the hell in the grave and yeah, yeah. to go to heaven. So I didn't know if that was maybe something like that, but no, if it's post, then yeah. Yeah. So I thought that was interesting. Um, another verse I think is super interesting. I have a, a not quite done on all my research, but like I said, I'm kind of like building it and kind of going through some stuff. Um, there's a reference to a ghost or ghost voices in Isaiah 29, four. Really? And yeah. And the, vo and this is what the verse uh, says here. And they, the, vo and thy voice shall be a ghost from the ground. And from thy dust, thy speech shall, uh, shall uh, chomp. I can't remember the word. I got it like cut off here. I didn't write it down. Let me look it up proper for you. Okay. So Isaiah, because I just quickly wrote it down before we started. Isaiah, let me get the actual verse. 29. Oops. 29. Yeah, I just thought it was interesting because we were talking like as far as EVPs, because I put the spear box on the ground and gotten better responses from the ground. Yeah. And thou shalt be brought down and shalt speak out from the ground and thy speech shall be low out of thy dust and thy voice shall be as one of that of a familiar spirit out mm. of the ground and, th and thy speech shall whisper out of the dust. Hmm. What, what verse is that? It's Isaiah. That's Isaiah 29, 4. 29, 4. Yep. Oh. And we'll so different translation, just so yeah, we, that's King James. I like to go back to King James because King James, instead of saying spirit for things, it'll say familiar spirit, which there is a difference between a, a, a human spirit 
or the human spirit or Holy Spirit and a familiar spirit. A familiar spirit is something totally different, which is why I like doing the King James because they actually have that distinction. So, yeah, so this, um, the ESV, which is another translation, not a light English standard version. So it also says something very similar. It says, and you will be brought low from the earth and shall speak. And from the dust, your speech will be bowed down. Your voice shall come from the ground like the voice of a ghost. And from the dust, your speech shall whisper. Mm-hmm. So, hmm. yeah, interesting, right? It's very interesting. Yeah, just because it was, uh, you don't get a lot of um, references to that. And there's also a reference to like a chirping thing, which is also something that a mutterer would do. Mm-hmm. Now, a mutterer is kind of like um, an ancient like necromancer of the dead, but they would use, um, surprisingly, they'd use a bottle of some sort of potion, spirit, probably, some sort of drink or something. Mm-hmm. And they drink this drink and then they would make contact with the dead. Hmm. dead spirits or whatever it says um and then they would mutter or like try to get wisdom or knowledge of like what to do from like dead spirits now is that um gosh what what's it called like is now would that be considered necromancy in the bible because i mean they talk about necromancy sort of similar as as far as i understand necromancy is very similar it's using the dead but to gain knowledge of future events. Like that's the standard definition of what a necromancer is. Hmm. Um, there's also like, um, I, I can't remember what Bible verse it is. I, I was like writing a whole bunch down. I'll have to find it. Um, it might be Deuteronomy, but there is a, there is a reference to like a bunch of different things, like what things that you shouldn't do mm-hmm. and like mediums on there. Uh, necromancy's on there. Like the mutterer things on there. Um, there's like and something there's a on there too, I think. I think which what was it? Yeah, well, obviously witchcraft. Yeah, witchcraft is on there. Um is alchemy on there? Uh alchemy might not be on there. Like the word alchemy might not be yeah. on there, but some sort of simile. Um and then of course there's the familiar spirits word too. Mm-hmm. Which I don't take that as talking to ghosts. That seems to be more of what some people think of what mediums do. Mm-hmm. Now this is where it gets kind of weird. It's because, like, as far as I understand, what, as far as what mediums will tell you, is they're like, oh, I'm contacting the dead. Uh, and then, like, they're telling me, you know, whatever. But then there's other mediums that are, that'll say things like, oh, I have, like, a spirit guide mm-hmm. who tells me about blah, blah, blah. So, as far as what I understand, these familiar spirits are what I would consider, at the very least, spirit guides or whatever, <laughs> what these other people are calling spirit guides. Um now, either they're demons, but I don't, I'm kind of leaning away from them being demons, like in the way that we think of demons. I think they are spirits, meaning like disembodied. Uh, I don't know of what. Now, they, I don't know if like some people might think they're Nephilim or like, I don't know where, what they are, but they're obviously disembodied spirits of people or whatever. Not maybe not people, but something evil, we'll just say, because I'm not quite sure what they are. But familiar spirits definitely are the same ones that will also um, try to make you sin by giving you um, quick thoughts or like a a glancing um, thought in your mind that'll try to make you go down a pathway of sin. Um, So like they're very similar in that sort of way as well. 
which is why I think in the Bible it says not to. <laughs> that was my kid. That's definitely not a ghost, guys. No. And so <laughs> Um so like that's what a familiar like so that the familiar spirit thing, I think that's where that comes in. Um and I was gonna say something about the screen really lost my train of thought on it. Um but I have some other uh stuff here while uh we vamp. I was looking up um more familiar spirit stuff and um I know there's Leviticus nineteen thirty one. This is in the KJV also. It says, yep. regard not them that have familiar spirits, neither speak after wizards to be defended by them. I am the Lord your God. Yeah, so there's mention in the Bible uh, repeatedly that some of these people are like actually possessed by familiar spirits or mm-hmm. something. Um, now, I don't know if that would be the same as a demon. I think I feel like they would it, it would specify because I feel like in the New Testament, it says demon instead of, but that might be because of it. It's a Greek versus Hebrew thing because in the Hebrew, they have a couple different words. They only, they have a different word for um, demon ghost negative spirit yeah. thing or whatever. It's like a different, I couldn't find the word. I, look, I was trying to like, look it up to try to figure out what it was, but um, the whole familiar spirit thing is very strange. Um, another story I always look back to, and I can't, is this, it might be Samuel. Second Samuel, I can't, I don't have, I don't think I have it written down here, but it's the story where they try to contact, what, is it Samuel or Solomon maybe? I think it is Solomon. I always get this wrong, but whoever they, they, they bring in a medium. Mm-hmm. One of the Kings brings in a medium and they, they actually contact Solomon and the medium like freaks out. So traditionally, if you were in Sunday school or a regular church, they would probably say something like, oh, she, she conjured a demon. Or you hear things like, um, you know, like she wasn't expecting to see Solomon because she's a trickster, blah, 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 like mm-hmm. that kind of a thing. So the way I look at that whole story is like I look at the the way like mediums are now, right? So if a medium, a medium nowadays, if this happened now, if a medium contacted the normal way they did things and they got their normal answers like they normally do, they wouldn't freak out. Yeah. But if they did what they normally do and all of a sudden Solomon actually like the person actually physically shows up they would definitely freak out. Yeah. You know, I mean, so like, that's what I think is happening there. I don't think a demon's like, you know, you know, getting conjured or whatever, because I think it's actually is Solomon because of the Lord's power or whatever is bringing him there. And so, because Solomon literally says, why have you awake, awoken me? Cause I was sleeping or resting or whatever he was saying, something to that effect. He basically says, um, and so the, the medium gets like freaked out and all that stuff. You yeah. Know? So I think that's probably the most realistic, uh, thing that happens there um so but the familiar spirit thing is very interesting which yeah. ties it into what i was talking about before where i'm getting my name in some sort of spot where i've never said my name before and yeah. i'm getting responses as if they like seem to know who i am or know me more on a personal level or say thing you know that's where I, that's where i get into the the thing where i'm like okay maybe there is more darker spirits around than um we initially thought maybe there is a difference between these familiar spirits and demons i don't know i really don't know yeah but, um, so that's interesting familiar spirits that i'm trying to think i'm trying to put this into thought into words so i familiar spirits would be i think a spirit that you're familiar with like you contact yes right but not yep. like a spirit that's familiar with you. 
you know, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there's yes. someone that knows you yes. and your name, you know, right. But I think that familiar, I'm just for everyone out there. They're using, they're using like their same spirit over and over again to yeah, like, like communicate person. with, yeah. like a spirit and, guide, essentially. Yeah, they're not a spirit that is familiar with you, like on the other yeah. side, it's coming, trying to mess with you. Right. Not, right. Not that, so, yeah, yeah, that's totally, yeah, not, yeah. It's just, it's just a term they use for um, that sort of practice because i guess it was more a more coming it's kind of is common nowadays but not as nearly as common i guess as is in the ancient times here yeah um, there was whole religions dedicated to this sort of thing and the spiritualist movement did kind of take off in the mid 1800s and early 1900s um in america this kind of very similar thing contacting the dead and trying to get like um answers from the other side and that sort of thing which is obviously not what i'm trying to do at all mm-hmm. um but um to tie this in with like the praying thing, um, that's why I, th- I think it's very interesting when I ask if they need prayer and I get answers like, uh, please pray for me or yes. Or like when you get that sort of thing, I'm sorry, that's definitely not a familiar spirit. Like no. that's not a demon. Like I, like no demon is going to ask me to pray. You know, that's like the last thing they're going to want, you know. And then I know some people are like, oh, that's just what they want. They want to deceive you. So mm-hmm. you pray for them. Like somehow God's going to bless that prayer. I mean, come on. Um, you know, if that was the case. So like, um, I don't know when I I just, when I get things like that or like I'm recently in Connecticut at a a cemetery, asked if they want to pray for it. They said yes. And then, um, I get the word bank response world, like pray for the world, Mm -hmm. you know, like, you know, so it's just like, I get that kind of stuff a lot, you know, and I have gotten like negative responses to that too, you know, where it's like, no, uh, no, don't pray for me. Or like, no, we don't want you, you know, what that kind of negative stuff too. Um, so I, I don't know. I just think it's interesting. Um, I still got a lot, lot more research to do on it for sure. Mm-hmm. But, um, the familiar spirits thing I did want to mention because like, it's like I said, in, in if you look at NIV translations and you look at that verse, it'll just say spirits. Mm-hmm. And then people are like, okay, well you can't ghost hunt right there. It says spirits. It says ghosts. Yeah. It's like, well, that's not necessarily what it's saying there. Um, and you know, and then, then you get into whole, the whole like shield debate, you know, and like what happens when Jesus dies on the cross, you know, he has the, he, it says, he, you know, the whole thing about like him going down to hell, mm-hmm. um, you know, getting the keys to hell and all that stuff. What does that mean for mm-hmm. people that die now? Like, where are they going? Yeah. You know, I know in the Bible, it says when, when if you are, uh, you know, a, a child of God or whatever, when you die absent with here, it's like you're with him or yeah. whatever. But that yeah. doesn't necessarily mean, like, I think people automatically assume like, oh, that means heaven. Well, it's like, well, the Lord is here right now. You know, angels are here right now, like mm-hmm. amongst us. You know what I mean? They, we know I'm going to see them during like a spiritual plane. What if that's, you know, what what, what if that's what that means? Mm-hmm. You know, I don't, I, I, no one, I don't know. No and one really don't knows. Really know. I mean, no one knows what heaven is or where it is. Yeah, I mean, true. That, true. that's know, what I'm saying. Like it could be like another dimension just that's right. outside that's, of us, you know? That's, that's, that's kind of what I'm saying. Like no one really, really knows. Well, even in, at the end, I mean, it's kind of strange when you kind of think about this. I mean, I think Joel brought this up. So props to Joel for bringing this up on one of his um, stand-in shows for Tony that he did. But he was talking about like most believers don't even know that after Jesus comes back, the battle of Armageddon, we live on earth for like a couple thousand years when Satan is loose again, by the way. Yeah, yeah. He gets out again and he's allowed to like roam around and try to like deceive people again. Yep. And then after that, the Lord creates a new heaven and a new earth, mm-hmm. and we live on the new earth. A lot of people just assume that like, oh, 
eternity with God in heaven. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, no, there's going to be a whole new earth that we live on. Yeah. And, you know, like, uh, it's just very strange to me. Um, you know, don't get me wrong. Revelation is a wild book and it's very, I'm oh, yeah. not saying I understand revelation. I do not, you know, anyone that does don't listen to what they say because they don't. <laughs> That's what my new Testament teacher told me in Bible school. Really? And I've kept that, <laughs> that advice throughout my whole life. So, uh, but it, yeah, it's super revelation is very interesting. Yeah. Because it's the only, the only book in the Bible that says if, if you read and research it, then you'll have a blessing which is yeah it's weird yeah yeah definitely um it's one of the um it's one of the most wild books i remember reading it as a kid and being like this is this is wild yeah like i don't know what i'm reading but this is wild (laughs) It is, you know there's because there's a there's a couple parts especially when it's describing animals and and uh that's that kind of thing and you're like what you know especially the first time reading through you're like what is going on here like when what it, are they? What like, are they talking uh, about? Locust with the head of humans. That's and- what I'm saying. Yeah, the eagle with the uh, you know, all the, like describing the the beasts and all these different, yeah. yeah, yeah, all these different like nations and stuff. You're like, what? You know what, what I've always thought of the locust with the face of a man. Yeah, I've always thought it's describing helicopters. Oh sure. If like a um like a say Apache helicopters, you know, they, where they fly in a group, they come yeah. in. It looks like a almost like a locust. And if you zoom in, you know, you see the guy in the cockpit with the human yep. face. That yeah. was like, they're talking about helicopters. I always thought, I always believe that, you know? Well, for sure. Especially when you consider um, the person who wrote it was an ancient person. So if they're seeing yeah. images of the future, I mean, they're only going to describe it in ways that they know. So they're going to describe animals. They're going to describe, you know, things that they know. So like, that's kind of why, um, I think it's like that in a lot of ways, you know, because it's just like they're trying to describe things. They have no idea what they're trying to describe. Um, well, John's trying to describe, I should say. So like it's it makes it very difficult for sure. Yeah. I'm sure it made it very difficult for him. He's just like, all right, well, it kind of looked like this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, so, yeah, dude, it's it's definitely interesting for sure. Um, but, yeah, uh, like I said, I got a lot more research to do on all this, but um just wanted to share some of that and kind of like what I've been thinking about and that sort of thing. Um, but yeah. Yeah. That's really interesting. You know, another thing, uh, it seems like we always bring it back to Elkmont. <laughs> all roads thinking, lead to Elkmont. Yeah, all roads lead to Elkmont. But I was just thinking uh, when you're talking about the, the spiritualist movement and stuff, I'm sure a lot of that was going on in Elkmont because they, oh, they yeah. like had pastime. They would just hang out and try to contact the dead. That was something they did is for fun back then yeah absolutely it was like a like parlor tricks and parlor games and like during yeah. that time period yeah absolutely yeah it was like not a big deal They're like all right yeah, cool and yeah and the whole spiritualist church started from that movement you know became mm-hmm. like a whole religion for them where they you know made it a part of their like daily services where i grew up was the the heart of the spiritualist movement in america really it was where that yeah uh, onset massachusetts is where the headquarters is and hmm. let me tell you onset massachusetts is deeply haunted Oh, I'm sure. Deeply haunted, dude. Yeah. I did a um I've only done like two videos there. I did a, a twenty minute video, twenty five minute video there. And that's where I had like a puck wudgie encounter, um, by like a wigwam and stuff like that, which is like a place where spiritualist people would meet and they would do seances and they would teach them how to do stuff, mediumship classes and all that kind of stuff. So like, you know, I can only imagine what kind of energies are running through there. 
Man, um, those old photos, I don't know if you've seen those with the- Ectoplasm? Uh, oh my gosh. A lot of people Dude. say they're faked. But I mean, I'm, you know, being a photographer back in, I mean, that would be so hard to fake like this, what if smoke or ectoplasm coming out of someone's mouth and just like they're levitating. And I'm like, that, that looks real to me, dude. They didn't have AI back then. (laughs) No, no, absolutely not. Absolutely not. And I'm glad you mentioned that because I did, um, you know, the story when um, the disciples see uh, Jesus walking on the water and they say he's a ghost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I looked up the word ghost. So the, in Greek, that word is uh, phantasm, yep. which literally means to appear or a rendered spirit or an apparition, phantom or phasm. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I was like, oh, I mean, which I kind of knew that's, I figured that's what the word was going to be, but yeah. I wanted to make sure like, but I was like, yep. And I always so bring it back to this too, whenever I'm like, whenever people are like, oh, ghosts aren't real, you know, and all that. I'm like, well, do you believe in the Bible? I was like, remember the story when Jesus walked across the water and all the disciples are like, ah, oh, it's a ghost. Mm-hmm. Jesus never says, there's no such thing as a ghost. Don't believe in ghosts. He never addresses it. He's just like, yeah, I mean, I understand why you guys are afraid. You, you yeah. thought it was a ghost, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. Super interesting. So, um, yeah. Yeah. It's very weird. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's, there's so many mysteries. I mean, no one has, even like the greatest biblical scholar, you know, can speculate, but they don't have the answers for it. I don't think, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, like I said, there's so many unanswered questions for sure. Not even with just uh, like biblical unknowns. I mean, just like world unknowns. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Definitely. <laughs> but we're here for it every step of the way. That's for sure. But um, yeah. I mean, that's why it's so intriguing to just, you know, just ponder, you know, yeah. what, what is this stuff, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And like I said, I love doing the deep dives, deep dives too, especially like the biblical uh, deep dives. Like I was trying to look up every single scripture I could against um, ghosts or or talking to ghosts or whatever. Um, I mean, there's not like a ton. Like I said, there's just just like a few, but are more so geared towards the familiar spirits and that kind of stuff. Um, But like I said, I'm still doing a deep dive. I was actually thinking about reaching out to my uncle, who's a former pastor, who's really good with... um, like ghost stuff and spirit stuff. So I might like get together with him and if maybe even have him on the show mm-hmm. and like do like a whole like deep dive discussion. Cause he actually um, also has a Pukwudgie story as well. Like the Pukwudgie story I told on Tony's show, my first appearance, like way mm-hmm. back when on 2017 or whatever, that's my uncle's experience. So he actually saw oh, really? Pukwudgie first, firsthand. Dang. So he's the one that actually seen the Pukwudgie, the whole encounter lived in that house um, so we could probably talk to him about that too, which is a, a wild, wild story. Yeah. Um, yeah. So <laughs> something to look forward to for sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. And we'll, and we'll have, we're going to be rescheduling with Matt, Matt, Matt from Maddox Wars is going to be on, but um, he also, he had to reschedule last minute. So we'll have him on soon enough to talk about our Connecticut adventures together for sure. Yeah. Cool. That would be awesome. Also yeah, um, coming up, we um, have my friend Derek is going to come on. Um, he was also on Tony's show. Um, I think maybe a year ago. Um, but he's from New York. He was a pastor in New York. Um oh, and his I love it. pastor and he just recently relocated down here with us. So uh yeah, he's gonna be coming on and uh you're gonna talk about stuff. So yeah. Cool. I love it. No, that that's awesome. Definitely a lot to look forward to in the future. Yep. Um I know we're gonna be having a lot more people on for sure. Oh, I haven't even 
We have someone else as well. I've scheduled some. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I haven't, uh, I've totally forgot to, I've totally forgot to message you about that, but yeah, um, we're going to be having Nathan on or Nathaniel, I should say. Um, I'm not sure if he goes by Nathan or Nathaniel, but his full name is Nathaniel on, uh, um, Facebook. He's been paranormal investigating well over 10 years. He does a lot of like, um, you know, my like real or faked videos. He does his own style of videos. He's been doing those for a while on TikTok. Um, so he's has like a lot of like paranormal, um, uh, history and you know a lot of um years in the paranormal and so um a wealth of knowledge for sure and a cool guy so i'm yeah. excited to be talking to him so i'll get you that date because i already told him a date but um there wasn't anything on the calendar so yeah i think he'll be okay <laughs> and also we're going to have afterlife all-stars coming on yes that's right with, uh gina wants that's her paranormal team so um jam-packed full yeah, of like look at I'm these guests we're bringing everyone you know there's we got a bunch of stuff coming on so yeah, see stuff. Joel is going to be coming on. That's right. So, That's right. Uh, yeah. Joel Thomas will be on here. Um, we also have um, Tommy is going to yep. be coming on. Yep. Let's get freaky uh, podcast. Get freaky. Yeah. He's going to be oh. on here. Um, we just got to get all these stuff scheduled out. Um, I think Joel will be on in, at the end of March and also in March. Um, I haven't told you this, but um, uh, tell some grid square is going to be on here too in March. Um, cool. I'm trying to nail that down right now. So cool. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. And, um, also, uh, Kevin from where the weird ones are. Window, I go, if you don't move this f-ing car, I'm going to knock you out. <laughs> so we'll have Kevin on as well. So you have that to look forward to. We'll, uh, dive into that story. I know you guys are like, what is happening? Well, you got to check out that interview, um, with <laughs> Kevin. Cause that was absolutely awesome. But, uh, yeah, we'll have Kevin on as well. And I'll be hanging out with Kevin in like two weeks doing a video with him as well. So be on the lookout for that. And obviously I have a video this week. I was kind of already talking about it earlier. Um, but I'm literally going to be checking out the backyard of someone that lives in the Bridgewater Triangle that had a crazy experience. And let me tell you, this place is absolutely haunted. Um, definitely a must watch for sure. So yeah, be on the lookout for that this Thursday, 7 p.m. Um, yeah, another great episode of AFK Discussions. Awesome. Awesome, dude. Um Real quick before we get out of here, um, make sure to check us out wherever you do social media, um, wherever you listen to this podcast. Like I said earlier, five-star review, like, subscribe, everything, all the things, do all the things. Um, but guys, interact with us, send us emails, you know, uh, maybe have a story you want us to feature. You don't have to come on this show. If you want to send us your story, you want us to read it on the air, we'd love to do that. Um, just get a hold of us, you know. Um, gosh, I feel like I'm ripping off Tony. Because <laughs> he always says, you know, oh, really? you just get a hold of us, you know. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm not trying to rip off Tony. Um, even though I am representing right now Merkel Media. So uh if you guys haven't checked out the Confessionals podcast, please go check it out because it's incredible. You guys would love it. Because this is just like this is us. This this is the confessionals. So, you know, his his show is is great. So um yeah, but thanks for joining us again. Uh Phil, do you have anything else you want to say? It never wants to work. I don't understand why it's not playing. So like wait. Phil, do you have anything else you want to say? Try it again. I go, if you don't move this f***ing car, I'm going to knock you out. And I put my face in this window. <laughs> uh.
Uh, I love Kevin. Uh, that that expert comes from. Uh, uh, just so you guys know where that comes from, that's from uh, Induce Fear. Oscar Induce Fear had Kevin on talked about a bunch of different myriad of things, and Kevin was talking about a couple times where he lost his cool, and uh, that I just. <laughs> Kevin's awesome. Uh, so please support Kevin. Uh, he's the best, absolute best. It was an awesome episode. So go check that out as well. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks again for joining us, and we'll see you next time. Peace. 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 Rip, rip through the ages.